we're back to that same fucking track. Yes. <laughs> Feels like it's been just yesterday since I heard that track, but it's been like six months since we did a fucking episode. Oh, has it been that long? Well, we did that one, and then I talked way too much shit, so I was like, we can't. <laughs> we just trashed it. Look, it's, this isn't a professional operation yet. This is more of a hobby. Yeah, do we have to skip it like we did episode one? Like, do I have to, to, to earmark, like, what was our last one, 16 maybe? I guess we can just have, like, the lost episodes <laughs> later when we're independently wealthy. I'm going to make an NFT for them. I like it. I like that idea. I swear to God, if somebody screenshots it, I'm prosecuting. Well, that's the good thing about audio. The but, NFT. Yeah. Well, the NFT. Yeah. I mean, that's where the money's going to be. It's going to be a picture of my asshole. I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but somebody might. Yeah. Definitely somebody from work would buy it. Dude, more and more I get forced to work. I'm just like, why the fuck don't I have an OnlyFans? You know what fucked me up? Somebody, there has to be some sick motherfucker that would watch me jack off. No, I don't think, I, you would have to market yourself somehow. You would have to have, you would have to be famous in another way, I think. Go on OnlyFans. All right, I'd never just have. Just look around for what's out there. I've never paid for anything on there. Or, oh, I didn't go on OnlyFans. It was another one. Do they have free stuff there? No, but they have like previews and there was some girl off of Twitter. That okay. I just wanted to see. I'm like, what are her videos? Because she talked about, I think it was actually kind of like, <laughs> it was this fat girl that with her and her husband would cosplay. And, and she was sex. wearing like a, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like she was wearing like Spider-Man outfits and shit. And she was. <laughs> oh, God. She, she was not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Dude. Oh, man. She just has to walk along the sidewalk. She can't do the swinging. So, well, sometimes, yeah, yeah, she just like, over there. Sometimes she takes a break because she gets tired. And then after she says over there, her husband's cock pops into frame. Oh, no, I don't want that. It hits her in the forehead, you know. Don't you think her spider sense would go off before the cock actually hit her, though? The thing is, I think she's posing. I don't think she actually has any abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Sorry to spoil it for everybody who hasn't uh, checked it out. I guess getting bit by a radioactive spider would possibly improve your metabolism. Marvel, Marvel BBW sluts. Dot org or something. What? Is that the old? <laughs> I just made it up. I don't know. I think if you say a na the name of a website, you have to own it. Oh. I saw that fuck. on Conan once. I didn't mean that. <laughs> and I said org, so everyone knew it was fake. Look, that sounds like a hit to me. Hold on. Didn't Dane Cook used to say websites? He would just like make them up as it, maybe he owned them though. I don't know. I the, the only information where I got this from was from Conan where they said the name of a website and then their legal team was like, well, now that you said it on TV, you legally have to own it. So it was like masturbatingbears.com or something stupid like that. <laughs> and it was a real website. Oh my God. What do you think you paid for that? 30 bucks? I'm not sure. I hope they still own it. That'd be great. I'm checking right now. <laughs> Dude, when you were talking about the more you work, the more you just daydream about not doing shit. Yeah. Have you seen this show Euphoria on HBO? No, is it good? I saw the I saw the title block for it. I've seen like one episode, but people are talking about it, and it's basically a bunch of high school kids who fuck and do drugs. And you watch this show, and you just think, "Holy shit!" I remember being that age. I remember being that young. Now, nothing cool, like you know, I didn't do anything crazy like that. I didn't go to parties or you were having sex though. Do drugs? Not in high school. The what? fuck was that? Oh, that's my my phone's not on silent. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, I'm watching the show and I'm just thinking, I fucking remember this, dude. 
I want to go back to this time and I just want to be carefree. You know, you live with your parents, so you don't have to worry about rent or anything like that. You don't have to worry about a job. These people are just trying to fuck and party and do drugs. Yeah, I just remember like on Thursdays and Fridays, like figuring out where we were drinking and shit, mm-hmm. like where we were going to be doing stuff. And then half of your adventure on Thursday or Friday was securing alcohol. Yeah. Like, how did you do it? Did you know, like, diff- we brother? had different ways. We had somebody with an older brother. We had a couple guys that looked old enough that they could just go in and buy at certain places. I bought it sometimes, just being really tall. Mm-hmm. There was this one, this was after high school, but there was this one when I worked at the Kroger Pharmacy in Point Place. Like, I would drive home. There was this, like, one little carryout that, yeah, they didn't care. Like, I mean, I think I got carded once. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I left it at work. Got mm. my wallet in yeah. my hand. <laughs> I think he would overcharge. Yeah, it was showing people my new would, license. I think he would overcharge me. Yeah. But I was, like, too scared to, like, worry about the price. Yeah, no shit, as long as you got it. I'll never forget I got, like, Bud Light wheat on accident one time. Instead of Bud Light. Oh, Ugh. I do not like wheat That beer. just sounds gross. I don't even like that blue moon that's all hyped up for whatever reason. A lot of people like it. It's good with an orange or whatever. I yeah. don't care for it. Let me ask you a question. When you went to a party when you were in high school, is it just like you and your buddies drinking to get drunk or were there actual girls there? It depends. Yeah. Sometimes it was just drinking to get drunk. Sometimes there'd be girls. We had like fr- girls in our group of friends. Were you one of those girls? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. How dare you shame me for finding my identity as a man? Dude, I'm looking at the weather outside today. I should have been on vacation today. I had a vacation planned. I uh, I understand, but why didn't you still go? I thought about it. I honestly felt like I needed a week. I felt like this for a while. I needed a week just by myself. Sure. And I didn't really want to deal with flying spirit is so fucking stressful because you got to get there super early and then it's almost like super competitive to try to get through that fucking line because everybody's in a bad mood and they're always late. And then, you know, they, they fucked up the flights the day before. So they got those people online. So you got to like cut around them. And I didn't want to deal with all that. I did kind of want to go, but I also kind of wanted just a week to not even worry about it. And I didn't want to have to worry about packing and all that shit. But uh, like three years ago, I was logging into my Microsoft computer you know how they have those pictures when you do the login, right? And you can click on the upper right-hand corner to see, like, what is where it? the picture is from. At? Yeah. So I remember three years ago, I saw this really cool fucking, like, it was like these little islands or something, and it was in, I don't know if it was a lake or if it was the ocean. I couldn't really tell, but it looked like something from, like, Fiji or whatever. I'm like, man, this place looks cool. And I clicked on the little info thing, and it was a place in Colombia called... Guyatepe or I'm not I I probably botched that fucking name but if I had gone on vacation that's where I'd be right now in that fucking place that I saw and I was like man this place looks sweet I wonder where it is and it just happened to be a place it's close to a place that I was gonna go now look out the window today's a Wednesday it's uh Groundhog Day yeah and we have a you know as far as everybody says or I've heard people say this could beat the blizzard of 78 yeah more than an inch per hour, but as a, until about 20 minutes ago, no, probably about 40 minutes ago now, it's nothing but fucking rain. It was yeah. like 40 degrees. Yeah, they said it was going to start off that way, but I don't see that much snow right now. 
It's I mean, coming down all right. I mean, it's snowing decent. Like, the grass is going to be covered soon. That's kind of impressive considering it was raining the last 12 hours. Yeah, it's true. Or more than 12 hours, probably. Now, they were saying up to, like, 20 inches before. Now they're saying maybe, like, t- up to 12, I think. Yeah. They keep revising that shit. See what happens. All right, that wasn't me this time. I apologize for mine. That was not what I meant to do. Well, I guess as long as you don't let it happen again, we'll be all right. Listen, people got to see behind the curtain. They would see a well-oiled machine here. Dude, we need to do this uh, in Horizon Workrooms or Big Screen VR. Maybe we can make that a special edition podcast. Can we hook up all this equipment and stuff, or do we just talk into the little microphone on the Oculus? I think we'd probably be better off just talking into the Oculus, and I can record the whole thing on my computer. Okay. But you could do it from your house. Can I make it look like my avatar is jacking off when I'm talking? Yeah, probably. That'd be fun. But the avatars are only from your belt buckle up. And the horizon. Oh, so just jacking off nothing? Air masturbation, I guess. Pretty close. It's like an air guitar. It's not that far away from reality. It's like... It's like these girls that are Instagram models. You're like, well, I'm an air guitarist. I mean, it's, it's yeah, as that's real true. as you believe it is. I guess so. I don't know, man. Air guitar isn't real guitar, but those girls are for real hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Photoshop and filters. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff for sure. Some of those girls, I'm sure they're very good at makeup too. Yeah, it's the, this. you can hide like skin imperfections yeah yeah, no age marks just you know imperfections in general none of us are perfect yeah that's true you know who is perfect who isabel may i don't know who that is she's an actress in uh 1883 i don't know what that is dude it's have you ever seen yellowstone Uh uh-uh it's very good like that's what i hear but it's on one of those services i don't have well i'll let you have my login for peacock so you can watch it okay a peacock but then um yellowstone I think you can watch like the first couple episodes, or uh, 1883, you can watch the first couple episodes, I think, on Prime, on mm-hmm. Amazon. It's very good. And I didn't even know this until I was three episodes in. It's a prequel to uh, Yellowstone. Okay. But it's yeah, it's obviously done afterwards, but it's very good. And this chick is one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. Now you're saying she's flawless. How do you know? You've never seen her in person. You I don't. S- I suspect. You don't think that these uh, TV productions. Oh, she's got, got better make, technology than Instagram makeup on. Well, yeah, you know, but this show is like shot in the great outdoor. Like, I don't know how much CGI they're wasting on people's faces. Yeah, yeah maybe not. Plus, they're trying to make it look old. Yeah. So, if anything, they're probably building up imperfections. Okay, maybe. I don't know if I buy that, dude. Her Instagram, fuck. She only has a couple posts, but she is so super duper hot. And she's not like... Are you going to show me now on the podcast? I'm absolutely <laughs> going to show you. So I want to hear it. I want everyone to hear you fucking drool. Take me two Let's seconds, see. dude. I'm on her Instagram constantly. Take that and swipe, oh, slide you know, to the side. And look through those photos, and then up and down is her other posts. Yeah, she's very hot. Read her name so everyone can look her up on Instagram. Isabel May. If you're out there listening and you look like her, fucking hit me up. It's just Isabel and May put together in one word. 
Yeah, she's super hot. You know, want to know something? I know this sounds fucked up. I am not into blondes for some reason. And you know, with her, I, I think she looks very young, which mm-hmm. is the opposite of what I'm typically attracted to. Or maybe I'm making that flip. Yeah. Like now that I've banged all the old chicks, I'd rather go younger. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, there might be a uh, like an advantage to it, like an evolutionary advantage. Well, yeah, more eggs in the basket. For sure. Less less Down syndrome, probably. <laughs> no, I'm I'm be, I'm not being an asshole. Hey, I'm this being is serious. not medical. Advice. No, this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, do you ever do you ever follow uh, Babylon B? No, I don't. On know. it on. Uh, Why does it sound familiar though? I feel they're, like they're a satire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I shared a news stuff. article on Facebook, and it's uh, it has to do with uh, the big controversy around Joe Rogan yeah. and his guests on Spotify, and Babylon B's like. Uh, conversations similar to that to the ones Joe Rogan has off the cuff are happening across this nation and if it doesn't stop like day to day people are having off the cuff bullshit conversations it's like that's my whole life for sure that's this there was so so what I have to change because like 50 million people listen I know it's kind of crazy to think about it it's such a fucking joke you have two groups of people one group of people and it used to be flipped, I feel, but you have one group yes. of people that allows, it does, just doesn't give a, like, just say whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? That's that's one group of people. Just everybody should talk. Like Joe Rogan's thing was he had his YouTube video and he said, look, I'm just a guy that wants to try to find the truth. And I like to talk to people with differing opinions or whatever. And you have another group of people that wants to push a certain narrative because they have an objective. And the objective is, you know, for better or worse, they want everybody to take the vaccine, but. And maybe they believe in it. Maybe it's not malicious intent at all. For sure. And, and, and you, I can't speak to that. And there may not be that much malicious intent, but the problem is from what I can see is that, um, they want people to take the vaccine regardless, even though it hasn't been completely tested. And it sounds like from one of the guests that I listened to that, certain side effects, they either minimize, you know, when they did these trials, they minimize the side effects or, you know, they, they downplay them or they just, you know. Well, and it was completely the pool. Fabricated how they, you know, I don't know. It I was listened. the pool of people too. Or that played a big part. The pool of people was very, a very narrow range. And that they actually, when they did those trials, what was it, 20,000 people or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think it was literally the the age range of people that aren't really affected by COVID. Like we would be in the age range. Right. Like it's an anomaly that somebody eighteen to forty gets super sick or dies. Right. Of COVID. And if they do, they probably had a comorbidity, which we don't. And I would almost argue if they didn't, and they have something that they just we don't understand yet, or they eat a certain thing or mm-hmm. some deficiency that we really don't get. Right. Because think about it: a hundred years ago, nobody knew about. All kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know when they discovered diabetes, but at some point, diabetes was fucking killing people. Right. And nobody had any idea what it was. It seemed like a healthy person. But, you know, there's, we would be very arrogant to suspect that there's not conditions that people have that we don't, won't know for another 20 years. There's nobody with diabetes that seems like a healthy person. 
Unless they have whichever type you're born with. Yeah, the type two maybe. Is that as a kid or type know. one? But yeah, there are people who are born with it where it's like your body doesn't secrete inc- insulin the way it should. If you gave yourself diabetes, you look like you have diabetes. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we always joked that my brother was going to end up diabetic. Really? Well, he doesn't look like it at all, right? He's in yeah. great shape. But that dude used to put down like a fucking pint of ice cream a day. Dude. No, I get it. And you, you're you the same, though. You could Bef- do that. You before, have a sweet tooth like him. For sure. Before my vacation, Nazareth wanted a bunch of American sweets, you know, that she can't get where she's from. So she wanted caramel M&Ms. I ended up picking up some peanut butter M&Ms. She likes Hershey's cookies and cream kisses. Okay. So I got a bunch of that. And then I just got a bunch of other, like, rando. As long like, as she doesn't like those more than Justin kisses. All right. That was really gay. <laughs> she... <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't. I don't Although get Although it depends on it. By suggesting that you would want to kiss your fiance. Oh, and by the way, since we're not going to air 17, Justin's engaged. Yeah. Oh, and um, <laughs> by the way, let's talk about that. Because I talked to a lawyer on Thursday about a prenuptial agreement, which is a necessity for me at this point in my life. Yeah, I think. I don't want to have to start over. I think everybody should have it. So I had a. 15-minute free consultation with the lawyer, and I got right to it. I was like, can I use a prenuptial agreement to protect me from having to pay alimony? No. Okay. Can I use a prenuptial agreement to allocate which money I make after marriage is mine and which money is community property? No. Can I use a prenuptial agreement to take money that I earned before the marriage and use it as a down payment on a house that we live in together. And then if we were to get divorced, get that money back. No, basically anything that I wanted to do to protect myself, I can't fucking do. So you think there's a potential that you would want to move, move like, by, like go, go into a different house. Well, yeah, for sure. So then what if you do that first, then the house is a premarital asset. I get it, but it still doesn't, it, it doesn't, Negate the fact that I would have to pay alimony. Is it because she's an immigrant? No. No, there's other protections in place specifically for immigrants. But I'm saying, so if you married any woman off the street and you already owned a sick house. Sure. You got whatever amount of money in the bank. Premarital assets aren't even a thing anymore? Premarital premarital assets are a thing, but if you start mixing, it sounds like, I'm going to get another opinion, and I, I may not have this right myself. It sounds like if you mix your assets in, premarital assets, with marital assets, they just become marital assets. The so, ones that you mix in. Right, but even if I were to like sell my house, now that's a marital asset because I the house sale happened so during the I'm marriage. So what I'm saying is do all that beforehand. That's great, but I would still have to pay alimony, which I don't want to fucking do. That, that, yeah, because that's just based on the level of income. Right, I That's just the household's income versus her income. I don't feel like, let's say, I can save $40,000 a year, okay? Mm-hmm. And half of that is hers and half of that is mine. That's $20,000 a year. I don't think if we're married for five years. If she gets hundred grand, why that's not enough? Why the fuck would I have to pay anything else? That's, that's the problem that I'm having with all this stuff. So, so is the, the wedding off? Well, I mean, as of right now, it's kind of on hiatus. But I basically said, look, if, if we can't figure out a way around all this stuff, I'm not 
I'm not going to risk it. I'm not doing that I anymore. Wouldn't. No, it's not worth it. Well, unless you do it once you're at a spot where, okay, what if you take X dollar amount out of one of your accounts, put it in another account beforehand, okay? That account you're willing to lose or half of it. So sure. if you use that account for a down payment on a new house, it's totally separate from these other accounts. That's right. So only right. get married once you're comfortable with that number that's in the other accounts, the OG accounts, and you do not touch them. Right. I mean, the idea would be that we would start saving immediately and that money would be both of ours. But let's say in two years we want to get a fucking sweet house. Right. You know, but we don't want the payment to be crazy. I would take money. No, but you need to deal with the payment being, cr this is the way I would think about it to protect right. yourself. If you're, instead of saving 40 grand a year, how much house payment is that? I don't know. Okay. That's a, that's fucking $3,500 house payment is 40 grand a year. So rather than having your eyes on saving all this money, you just pay a mortgage and then whatever it ends up being, yeah, you but sell I, I it and then you, yeah, you pay alimony, but you weren't ever saving. So that there's no money for her other than the equity in the house. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I get that, but. <clears throat> there's ways that you could, sh you could sure it up, I think. But, and the fucked up thing is I've been, look I've been actually reading the Ohio law, right? Alimony, um, there's no like set formula for alimony. It's just whatever they deem equitable. So right. to me, that means if I walk away from the marriage, even though I earned a bunch of shit before the marriage started, if I walk away with a whole bunch of shit and she walks away with, you know, a quarter of a house, cause that's all we got into paying it. They're going to say, well, fuck, this guy's got way more than her. So to make it equitable, he's going to have to pay more alimony. <clears throat> that's the type of shit to me. It makes me uncomfortable. I want to know when I get married, I want to know exactly how it's going to go down if the worst were to happen and we were to get divorced. That's right. all I want. And it doesn't allow you to do that. And that fucking drives me nuts. You know what you need to do? What's that? If, you, if you're going to get married, before you get married, you need to quit your job. And you need to not get a job and only take loans against your shares. So on paper, you have $0 a year income, just like all of like, yeah, I, like I Elon Musk and all these other people. Uh, a lot of people that I know, like <laughs> my cousin, he's married to a foreign woman, and I don't know how steady he works. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's definitely a better deal for him. But I'm not just going to quit my job that I've been working, I don't know, for 16 years or so, something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. What year did you hire in? 2006. Yeah, it's 16 this year. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to just quit that and have to start. I like having an income that makes me feel safe. Yeah. I mean, it's not a zero sum game. You're bringing the state into a relationship. It's not like a zero risk thing. So I get it. It's yeah, it's stupid. So, but so it's, it's, it's either It's stupid that I that we can't decide because she's agreed to all of the things I had a whole list of things that I wanted to be able to do. And she agreed to all that. She's like, yeah, that sounds good. And it's a really good deal. Well, yeah. I mean, if you give her $4 a day, that's probably better than her country. Well, that that's true. But not only that, it's like, if even if you were somebody that lived here and you were starting out, imagine living in a house where you didn't have to make a house payment. So you, you could live rent-free. Somebody's going to help you try to find, you know, a college education, get a college education some way. You know, I don't have a car payment. She won't have a car payment. She might not be driving the flashiest car, 
Right. But again, she's got like basically no bills. She could go to school full time without working and be okay. Right. And then I told her, look, when you start working for 10 years, anything you make, you keep that just for yourself because I got to have a career before you came into my life and save money. Sure. You should have that same opportunity. She's like, yeah, that all sounds good. No, it doesn't sound like an unfair deal. You don't sound like a guy. You don't sound like an asshole. I'm like not as out much to try as you, to trap her, but, no, but that's how the, I feel like I'm treated. Well, at the beginning of the conversation, I think anybody listening could have thought that you were a guy who just cares more about your money than a relationship or whatever. But I, with all the things you're saying now, I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's a fucking good deal. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, if you're a college kid and you're living in a dorm and you're trying to make it, it's fucking tough. Like you're going to go into massive debt. I can pretty much guarantee, you know, as long as we don't do the extravagant type shit, you go to Owens, you know, and prove out that you can, you can learn and you can get a, you know, you can pass yeah, the go classes to Owens, Go to UT. I mean, you can yeah. maximize your education for less money for, for sure. sure. And you're not going to go into debt and, and you're going to have all these advantages that other kids might not have. Who wouldn't take that deal? You know, unless you had... I mean, well, I guess and you know you're coming deal. out with you know half of all his shit at the other side and, and alimony, of, so it would have been eighty percent of what I brought home was going to be split fifty fifty. So basically, she would get forty percent of anything I saved. The other twenty percent would go to my kids, so ten percent for each. Did you get it? I think. Who it's knows, man? Whatever. It's it's fuck. It just it reinforces my feeling that the system is set up. It's set up to not promote longevity in marriage. It, it's set up to protect the lesser spouse, but it doesn't take into consideration that that person who doesn't make as much money can abuse that system very easily. It's only set up to help the younger spouse if the younger spouse is a female. Because when I got divorced, I made half as much as my ex-wife. Mm -hmm. I still paid... I th or I didn't pay this much. We agreed on less, and I didn't try to get alimony or four. Sure. I didn't try to get any of her assets or, you know, anything like that. But I think we agreed on two hundred. But had we not, it would have been six hundred. So you had to pay her six hundred. That's what it would have been. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it's because it's just percentages. So, you know, they say one kid costs, you know, that one kid costs what eight percent. Right. So 8% of a joint household income of 160-ish thousand dollars, let's say. And then I was accountable for, I don't know. A percentage of that. Yeah, I, 30, I get 40 it. 40% of that. For sure. So that works out to, I think it worked out to like 18 grand. So, you know, 40% of that yeah. was 30, 40% was like six grand a year. For sure. And that's another thing. I don't want to live under that regime where you know we have more kids or something and then now it's, i gotta then pay that plus alimony yeah i'm not i'm not doing that again and i'm not even joking when i say this if that were to be the case i would leave the country i would i wouldn't even fucking think put about it all in back. crypto and put it on your phone seriously no no joke i've actually thought about that i mean with crypto now like literally you can't like to take cash in uh, countries, right? Mm -hmm. You fill out that paperwork. Bring in more than $10,000 to the United States. You got to fill it out. They like right. check it all. It's on a fucking app on your phone or not even on your phone. You just log into your MetaMask. Yeah. You have fucking $3 million in Ethereum. Right. 
Yeah, I thought about that. That would be an easy way to transfer it from one place to another because it would it would be hard to track and to say, hey, this is yeah, his money. For sure. And honestly, that's how in Venezuela, that's how people get money over there. People go overseas, they work, they send money home through Bitcoin. Yeah. Or whatever. It's a no brainer. Or they play Axie Infinity. Yeah. To make money. It's fucking it's Dude, crazy. The Axie Infinity thing is fascinating because it kind of saved like certain uh cryptocurrencies. State, well, no, it saved certain states in the Philippines. Oh, really? Yeah, like they didn't have any income. During COVID. And that, that's a game? That's a Fili- Filipino-made game or something? No, no, no. It's just a game, and they started playing it and making money. I could have swore that, or maybe it's like a Vietnamese game. Maybe. It's it's like a game that somebody overseas I made. don't know the but, origin, but basically $600, you can get into it. Mm-hmm. And then you earn this stuff called SLP, and then you can sell it. It's a crypto. Isn't SLP. it like Ethereum, 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 whatever, base Ethereum crypto? Ethereum blockchain, card? yeah. Yeah. Nazareth was telling me that people in Venezuela play it, and that's how they make money. Just yeah, like I mean, I think you can earn, like, depending on the price of SLP, you can earn, like, five, ten bucks a day. Yeah, which so is So if you were 600 bucks in, you could break even in two months, essentially, if you're decent at it, and then sell your characters and have have made 300 bucks a month for two months of just playing a video game. For sure. And I don't think it's a lot of time per day. I think you're limited on your amount of moves per day. She was talking to me about it. She was telling me, like, those people play, like, 40 minutes a day, and they make... Anywhere between five and ten bucks or whatever. Yeah. I thought about like, doing dude, it. That's a good it deal. Sounded fun, but I looked up the game and it just didn't. If it had been a game that I thought I would have liked to play, I might have done it. I know nothing about the game, but what I do know is that I'm guessing. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know this either. But when the cryptocurrency prices crashed, I'm assuming the value of a lot of those axes or whatever they kind of went down as well. Oh yeah, I mean if it. The, if you have a fixed, if an Axie or whatever costs 0.1 Ethereum, mm-hmm. and that was $200 two months ago, and now Ethereum has dropped, it's going to be the same amount of Ethereum, but maybe it's $110 now. That makes sense. I wonder if it'll come back. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. The world's going in a weird direction. Yeah. But the I don't know. I The... I don't know what to think as far as the metaverse stuff because it's it's like a, it's a gamble because which one's going to be the one that everyone adopts. And I don't necessarily think it's going to be this Facebook one because... People hate Facebook. Well, and Facebook has ultimate control and they mm-hmm. own everything in it. I think the true beauty of the metaverse is a platform that nobody actually owns. Just like Bitcoin. Nobody owns Bitcoin. Nobody runs Bitcoin. It's a distributed... Um, system it's mined but everyone owns it that's why it works exactly but that's what i'm saying it you can't have a corporation own it so that's why i'm saying these other decentralized ones mm-hmm. like have you heard of sandbox io no. or uh fuck what's another one i can't even think of another one but basically everyone owns pieces of that yeah so that's it's community owned yeah that would be sweet so you can't get fucked are a lot of them ethereum based it just depends. There's new ones coming up. I mean, there's fucking a thousand new ones a day. Yeah. So it's it's literally a gamble. I quit buying the shit because it's like I don't, you can't put $100 in all of them. Right. What I would do is I would find whichever one has the stupidest fucking name, like Dogecoin, and put a bunch of money into that and hope that some idiot 
like makes it into some sort of a meme and then you make $300,000 in yeah. four days. I almost bought this NFT the other day just because I thought it was actually legit looking. It was some artwork somebody made mm -hmm. and the collection was called a living above the clouds or something like that. And mm -hmm. it was a boat and like the clouds was like the boat was like sitting on the clouds. Like it was water. Yeah. There was all these like fish like jumping around it and the person was fishing out of it. It was freaking sweet looking. That's kind of cool. It was really, really good art. Now what about instead of art as an NFT, I know that's like the big thing. And I think that's something that people can grasp, but I really don't think that that is how NFTs are really going to take off because what's the utility of it? Not necessarily any utility in that, but I think the utility is going to be there as far as tickets for events. I think that's going to be a, a big part. Like they're going to start, you know, to go to the Huntington Center, you're going to use an F NFT to get in or mm -hmm. something. Uh, you know, events for like super uh, hard to get uh, tickets to something like a venue or something. Sure. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that is going to be really interesting is DAOs, which is uh, democratically autonomous organizations. Mm -hmm. And essentially, oh, I just got zapped through these freaking things. Oh, I heard it. Dude, did you hear that? I think it's because I swiped my foot on the carpet. Oh, it probably was. Static Dude, that fucking hurt. All right, well, it didn't sound like super loud. <laughs> no, but it like it hit like Did it literally zap you? Yes. Oh, that's weird. Static shock. Dude, that what a fucked up place to be. I'm trying some new uh, earbuds my for this eardrum. podcast, so I'm sitting kind of weird like on my uh, beanbag, and I just slid my foot across the floor and got zapped in my earlobes. You're sitting in a very sexually suggestive position. What's it doing to you? Nothing. Okay. Not a goddamn thing. Good. Listen, man, I'm straight as an arrow. I might do all kinds of weird shit, <laughs> but I don't go that way. Hey, uh, the grass is almost covered with snow now. I feel like it should be more. Anyway, so DAOs, NFTs. okay. Basically, you could take, and let's say you wanted to make a movie, and the movie's going to cost $500 million. So you sell a million NFTs for 500 bucks. And then everyone gets to vote on what the, like, everyone gets to vote on the genre. Mm -hmm. And then everyone gets to pick the director. And you don't even have a script yet? No, but you hire somebody to write it. Listen, just give me $500 million. <laughs> you guys can all own a piece of my NFT movie. Well, what I'm saying is you can, no, like you could get uh, freaking Scorsese or you could get one of these freaking huge names. And then let them have some freedom within whatever confines you give them. Make mm -hmm. the contract. And then when the movie gets aired, everyone gets fucking income from it. Right. They all own a you percentage get one, of the movie. You get one millionth of the fucking kickback. So it's like, let's say it ends up being sweet. And what I imagine is you would have some of the best satirical movies you've ever seen. Like, remember Sharknado? Mm-hmm. I think you'll blow Sharknado out of the water because of these fucking knobs on Reddit. Like Rhino-Nado? <laughs> so, no, I'm just, I don't know. Like, it could be really sweet. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Now, like potentially some of your best, because it's like a big cloud, you know, brainstorm. So, okay, that's that's an interesting way to look at an NFT. Can I give you another way that yeah. somebody talked about? The way I think about it is through social media like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, <clears throat> You see a lot of people sharing memes, but you could have a completely free, not free platform, but a, a completely um, distributed 
platform. So it wouldn't be owned by a corporation like Reddit or Facebook or Twitter. Uh And it would have certain rules. And then anytime you share like a meme through this platform, you pay a little, you know, you pay a little money to post something and maybe you pay a little money. And I'm talking like fractions of a cent. Like it wouldn't even be anything that would break the bank. Right. Like a hundred posts a month cost three cents. Sure. Something Something. like that. Who knows? Just enough to keep the distributed network up and running. So Okay. So it's like almost like a gas fee. Yeah. It would be like, you know, the way Bitcoin pays for transactions through mining. Ethereum pays through transactions through gas fees. So I get what you mean. So in order, every time you post something, it might cost, like you said, or like I said, a fraction of a cent. And then maybe to upvote something, it would cost a fraction of a cent. But by upvoting something, you would you would sort of be lifting it up so that it would have more exposure. So maybe it's an opinion that you like, right? You might upvote it so that it gets more exposure so more people can see it. Mm-hmm. And then another idea would be... <clears throat> well, what if something gets upvoted to the moon? Does the original poster get anything for their investment of posting? Yeah, every time it gets upvoted, maybe they get a, a small percentage of the money that's generated. So some of the money would go towards like social media to earn kind of like a play. Yeah. You could sort of actually earn money through this. And, um, you definitely see on Facebook, people will share memes all the time. Uh, actually Facebook has become for me about 70 to 80% just reading people's memes that Yeah. yeah, people shared. So let's say an NFT, instead of being like an artwork could be a funny meme that you, you know, created and put out there. And then other people, every time they steal it and post it, you get a small percentage of interesting. Yeah. It, it might cost a little money to post, but you get like a small percentage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that website could, cause on Facebook, I could screenshot an NFT and throw it on Facebook. Right. Okay. I, I own NFTs, but I'm saying like you could screenshot whatever you want and put it on Facebook. Well, with that, maybe it has to have the, the code attached to it. Sure. Like the NFTs are actually made through that social media app. That would be fascinating. Actually. I like that idea. Yeah. But the, and, what and Facebook I, is trying to do is instead of having a distributed place, they want to get paid for all that stuff. And just they themselves. are, they are getting paid for but, it. But the problem with that through is ad, that Facebook's ads, dude, they may generate fucking billions and all the data they collect and everything. For sure. But the problem with that is they can censor. Yeah. So the advantage of a distributed social networking site, let's say, is that it would have a specific set of rules and hopefully they would be applied equally to everybody. Yeah. You know, we'll yeah, see what happens. That if but it was decentralized a lot better for sure. Right. The one issue I see is if, like you almost make it like a, like a votes thing. Like if it gets so many down votes, it gets pulled. Sure. But you could do something like you could that. Make it, you could make that malicious. So I don't necessarily like that. Because think about it, what's the, I don't, depending on who your friends are and shit like that, but what's the general consensus on social media? It's kind of aligns with like CNN and all this other shit. And that's probably because of censorship and, you know, the algorithms that, you know, Facebook uses to put shit on top. Right. Um, and obviously like the views of your, your circle of friends, but. Those the people who are 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 aligning their views with CNN, let's say, mm-hmm. 
potentially they're just more active and more of an activist on social media. So if you made it like a the ability for everyone to vote yes, no, right? those people are going to make it their mission to silence shit. So you almost need to make it like unsilenceable as long as it's within the code of conduct. So, <clears throat> which I think is what you were saying. Yeah. But I was trying to add something and I'm like, the more I talk about it, I don't think it works. It, it, it works if you have the right algorithm because you could definitely account for something like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that whoever's making the social media site that doesn't exist would account for something like that. Yeah, I mean, you potentially have George Soros giving fucking 1,000 people $1,000 a month and it, to and go on there and get rid of the shit, you know, and just everyone's just downvoting shit. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, definitely I mean, that's a, a possibility, possibility right? for sure. Because there's good and evil people with more money than you and I could even fuck with. For sure. And they, and it, they wouldn't even know that the money's gone. And the, and the problem that I see is that you have a group of people that, look, I'm a guy that if I see something that I don't like, I might downvote it, but there are people that, that actively want to shut down other people's opinions because they don't like them, right? And, and what and, might and we're stop not talking, it is if there's money involved. Right, but, but we're talking about not just like, oh, fuck your opinion, you know, or something innocuous like that. There's people out there that want you, like Joe Rogan, they want Muslim. him... They want him off Spotify. They don't like that Spotify gave him a platform. Right. So, and th and they're protesting by pulling themselves off of Spotify. Which is the right to do. Which is the right, but you have a group of people that, if you have a different opinion to me, I'm not going to not use whatever platform you're on just because your opinion is different than mine. Yeah, I'm just going to not follow you potentially. Yeah, I'm just, I don't. If I think it's that annoying, like, or that crazy what you're saying or that evil or whatever. But but what, but also what you could do is you could say, look, I'm not going to pull you off of anything. But, you know, if you're downvoted, let's say you post something and you get more downvotes than upvotes, then it's going to be harder to find. It's not going to be as prominent. It's not going to be on the front page. Like, there's probably going to be like a trending section of, hey, these are the things that got the most upvotes. Here's the things that you want to look at first. Sure. Yeah, the algorithms are part of the issue in the way that they work. Because we all like shit that pisses us off. Right. And the algorithms, you know, they figured that out and they just, they get engagement that way. They get clicks and things. So that's what the algorithms try to do. They try to piss you off constantly. Yeah. yeah um, we, we like that shit. But it's like... One thing I was thinking about the other day, and somebody else has probably said this, it probably isn't necessarily a unique thought, was once upon a time, the only way to talk to people was face-to-face, -face, right? Like, so if you wanted to share the good word, like there was paper, right, in the early United yeah. States, yeah. there was newspapers or whatever. But potentially you had people standing in like a town square yelling, like literally trying to share information about X, Y, or Z. And they're yet, they're standing on a, milk crate and they're fucking yelling okay about whatever right yeah i'm following you okay so people would hear that walking by they're going to work going to church going to get food from the from the butcher whatever right mm -hmm. do you think that when somebody fucking batshit crazy stood up there and started yelling every person that walked by was like we have to stop this person from talking no they were like that's a fucking crazy person and they kept walking yeah probably so why? Because it's in writing now on the internet. Can nobody just do that? I don't know. I don't know. I have fun sometimes. Like like last night, for example, I was a little bit bored and I kind of like would go down rabbit holes and like look at everything that somebody posts. And I'm like, 
this is a fucking crazy person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, like one, they were like attacking people that said anything that was like questionable towards the vaccine. I'm not saying I have an opinion. I'm not giving my opinion, right? But this sure. person was just attacking anyone that said anything that wasn't, you need to get vaccinated, you piece of shit, right? Sure. And then they just, when I went to all their tweets, they literally posted this graph that had no credentials on it about vaccinated deaths versus unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. They probably posted it 60 times in the last five days Mm -hmm. on other people's posts. Sure. As they were discrediting other people's sources, it had no trademark it had no like context to it it was literally a fucking line graph with an x and a y yeah and it had i'm like i could make this yeah on my ipad in fucking two minutes sure and i'm not that good <laughs> like i'm not that amazing the lines wouldn't be tech. straight but that's fine that's no, fucking they, these were it was a fucking graph <laughs> fucking, I, mean, I don't know i'm saying your graph wouldn't be as good it'd be as good I mean, you, you would just draw it freehand fuck it i'm making the graph right now now do it we're adjourned no i i get it I honestly believe in the vaccine in the uh, the podcast that I listened to with, I forget the guy's name. He sort of believed in the vaccine, but, you know, there's certain things that they're telling you that aren't quite right. And it, it becomes a problem because it, it undermines the legitimacy of these institutions that are telling you things. A hundred percent. Like I just saw. if a, they lie to you once, you're skeptical forever. Right, right. And I honestly believe that the vaccine is probably overall a good thing. But if you're young do you re- and you don't have any comorbidities, do you really need the vaccine? Or oh, or could you just... A, and that's a... Why is that not skip? a fair statement? I, I don't understand. Because yeah. it's not a vaccine like any vaccine we've ever had before. Almost, I like, and I guess I'm, I'm probably overstepping in my knowledge of vaccines. We don't know anything. But, but, that's but, fine. Yeah, but what I'm... like, One thing I noticed before is like, I've been vaccinated for like hepatitis, uh, tetanus, mm-hmm. all that sure, kind yeah. of stuff. I never had any issues that I can remember. And as far as I understand, other than there's a titer test on, are you familiar with this, on hepatitis B? So every, like, they think the hepatitis B vaccine, which is a blood-to-blood transmission, uh, a lot of people and first responders have this vaccine. Okay. I have it. There's a I got it recently, actually. Did you? Before I went to Bogota the first time in 2019, I got it. Okay. Well, they, there's actually a titer test they do to see if you're still immune. It's like you have to get this test like after, I think it's like eight years. Okay. And you should just keep getting it each year annually. And then when you don't pass the titer test, you get the fucking doses again. Okay. But this is the first time that I've ever heard of like the window of efficacy on a vaccine being what seems like a few months. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, I'm not. It does seem like, at least from the different things I've read and heard, that it has good efficacy for a few months. But outside of that, you know. Right. Another thing that I thought was interesting, and and it's definitely controversial, is are you familiar with like the um, uh, allergy shots people get? No. The ones to test if you have an allergic reaction to something or... No, it's like, so let's say you have like a bunch of allergies. A lot of them, you can get these small injections like on a twice a week, three times a week, once a week, once every two week basis. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of fix allergies over a long period of time, over like years. Mm -hmm. But basically you stop T-cell response. 
keep boosting people and you could end up doing the same thing to the spike protein where your body doesn't respond when one shows up. Okay. Now that doesn't sound really good. No. But nobody's talking about that. Yeah, it's like you only can say positive things about it, which again in itself is fucking weird. Trying to cancel somebody. Now have you been boosted yet? Oh, I'm not gonna get boosted. Are you vaccinated? I am vaccinated. Fully yeah. vaccinated? Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. I got the Pfizer. That I got, fully bothers me for some reason. I got two shots of Pfizer, and I think that's good enough. And what I'm seeing now, too, is that if you're vaccinated and if you've had COVID, you have, like, super immunity or some shit like that. Now, yeah, if you I, get it within a certain window, it sounds like. Uh, I suppose. But I know that I was, I had COVID, and I probably didn't wait long enough to get the vaccine. I just went and fucking got it. Oh. Whatever. I mean, I'm now. Did you feel bad when you got the second shot at all? Yeah, I felt bad with both shots, and <laughs> because you had COVID, like your body yeah, was your that that. As far as I understand, that shot gets your body to make a spike protein. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact that COVID didn't kill you, your body knows what to do when a spike protein like SARS-CoV-2 right. shows up. So now you just told your body to make something that you're. It's literally going to fight. So that's why you felt like shit. For like sure. You had a sure. bunch of inflammation. Like Yeah, definitely. And the guy was saying that, you know, if you get the vaccine after you've had COVID, your body already knows how to fight it. So like what you said, it it uh it fights Yeah, it's not doing the spike protein and, and it and it has some of the same negative side effects as COVID. One of them being thickening of the blood, which mm -hmm. isn't good. And I did notice that I felt like I had a arrhythmia. Blood pressure. Yeah. yeah. Or I would get like uh, lightheaded or something, you know, and I would feel like kind of foggy. Mm -hmm. And he said that these are all side effects. They're, they're side effects of COVID, but they're also side effects of the vaccine. And the pharmaceutical companies are saying that their spike protein that you make, which makes your immune system effective against COVID, doesn't have these side effects. Which is kind of, I think, not true. But he's saying that they maybe massaged some numbers in order to make that claim. Yeah, and it's sealed for a while. Right, and uh, I just saw a YouTube video today where they had like, it was a guy from Britain, they had like 100 and some British medical doctors or scientists or whoever who signed a letter that said, we want the raw data of the clinical trials to, to look at it, you know, but you yeah. can't look at that stuff in it. No. Again, that's a fucking problem. Well, if and, you're, yeah, to add to that, in itself. So the fact that you can't look at that, the fact that I believe you still have to sign something that says this is not FDA approved when you I get the shot. I didn't have to sign anything, but I did see that it is not FDA approved before I got it. Yeah. And which, but, okay. But how can, like when they, I mean, it didn't get mandated, but, right? But when, you, when you're talking about mandating something, it's not even like, why does the FDA exist then? Yeah. I'm, it really gets kind of great. It and, gets kind of weird. And that's where this guy was coming from. But on the other side of that, you have to look at the fact that, okay, if you have a pandemic, and we can debate about the severity of it, but for all intents and purposes, a lot of people believe this is a very severe pandemic, not necessarily because it, you know, the, the high percentage of death, but the, just the fact that basically everybody I know has had COVID, right? Okay. And- How many do you know that died? I don't know a lot of that died, but- How I, many? I do know people- you know, I've seen through friends, people did die of this disease, but right? You don't know anyone directly? I don't know anyone directly. But I, I know of people that were young, but they were overweight. Uh, I know people that 
were older, but they were overweight. I don't know them personally. Right. I know them like as friends of friends. I forget what the fuck I was going to say. You're just talking about severity and that, okay, you know, and, and, you know, we had this thing going through the population and they wanted a vaccine and you don't have the luxury of time necessarily. Sure. They wanted people vaccinated. Yes, if you had 10 but years. They, but if they did you that. You could do based, all the clinical trials and stuff like that. You could, but if they did that based on bullshit numbers, somebody should be going to prison. If they said, okay, these numbers from Pfizer, from Moderna, from whoever look good, we're going to allow this not to be FDA approved. And we're going to suggest that everyone gets vaccinated in these age ranges and then these age ranges. And we're going to roll it out as we can ramp up production. And the fact that all that was done on potentially data that's now been sealed and nobody sure. gets to look at it. Somebody should be in prison. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, yeah, I, I can understand both sides, you know, I, but cause again. I'm not saying there's zero risk with COVID at all, but the, but by the numbers, when you account for age and the comorbidities, sure. it's it's not any worse than the flu or the cold or whatever. Right. And one thing that really was it it uh, just sparks my curiosity is when I'm at like the fit like at the gym, mm -hmm. my Planet Fitness, and somebody like there's this one guy he's always in there. Seems like a really nice guy, kind of like hey, you know, as a you know, you're going to use the piece of equipment he was using. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, as we're about to shower together. <laughs> No, but he wears a mask in there every time. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, it doesn't have any impact on my day. But I just was thinking to myself, like, how I was in my head as a single guy when this all broke out, the whole world shut down. We were working a shutdown, right? So we're yeah. working all the time. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't uh, going out of my way to go extra places when we didn't know this what this was. It was a little extra careful. We didn't know it was airborne at the beginning. You thought it could live on a surface for a week at times. Yeah. Right? So I, I'm like I washing my hands extra, you know, disinfected my grocery shit a little bit. Nothing crazy, right? I don't think I did any goddamn thing. Well, and that but turns out that you're fine. I'm just lazy, but go but, on. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is if this was like, let's say this was the entire population. Let's say it killed 20%. Mm -hmm. of everybody didn't matter if you're fucking healthy just something genetic that none of us could know right? Right, right that made you predisposed and that could be something with covid because there are a few people that have died that you're like that doesn't make any sense or been sure, hospitalized sure. um i don't know of anybody like that but go on uh you know somebody uh from work's dad that was hospitalized and i don't think he had anything oh that's true anyway yeah go for but it. if it were Let's say just shuffle the population in a random 20%. You could throw it out like they're gone. Yeah. You wouldn't be going to the gym. Right. You'd be doing your grocery pickup. You'd be fucking, you'd be wearing way more than a bandana over your fucking face. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if it's, if it's bad, but it's not so bad that you're going to risk going to the gym where everybody's breathing hard, sweating. You're in a compromised state because you're breathing hard, mm -hmm. getting your body just exhausted. Sure. Then what the fuck are we doing? That's what, that's well, what I keep thinking in my head. And I like if that's what that person thinks is the right thing, more power to them. They're not impacting my life in any way. Right. But 
I just, I'm, I try to put my head, like I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes and I just think if it, if it's so bad that you need like to have PPE on, I'm not going to do it. Right. Period. Sure. Like at, at work, one of the rules is, is you try to engineer out the risk before PPE. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the risk of the gym would be not fucking going. You can easily just walk around your neighborhood. You can do air squats. You can do push-ups. You can do sit-ups. Sure, you can do pull-ups sure. on something. You know. Now, so it's just my you know, thing is I, I've been thinking. I think masks are going to be here to stay. This isn't really have, <laughs> but I don't. I don't mean like as a necessity, but I think as a culture, if you're sick or if you feel under the weather, I think it would be a nice courtesy gesture. It might not wear be bad for when you cough and stuff. But the reason I brought up that, and I was, the reason I brought up that particular guy, because I've seen other people intermittently wear masks at mm-hmm. the gym, and maybe they're just feeling sick and they're being a, a conscious member of society. I, I don't think that aspect but he, is. I, I don't think he's been sick for six months. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's doing it, you know. But I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea to throw one of those, you know, surgical type, whatever bullshit masks. The that, N95s? No, not N95. Just the ones that like they'll wear oh, in a little the surgery. Blue one. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they do that so that way none of their spittle goes into your body. Right. But like, if you're coughing and sneezing, like that makes sense because, you know, maybe you 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 put your head in your elbow, and that doesn't stop at all. You know. Yeah, it comes out the top and the bottom. Sure. I I like the idea of masks. I think that's a good thing. Again, for when you're sick and you want as a courtesy to sort of. You, you know, want to keep working, but you yeah. don't want to be an asshole. Especially if you live with sick. other people. It was funny because I was watching a show, and before all this shit happened, these people were in South Korea, and the mom was wearing a mask, and the girl's like, why are you wearing a mask? And um, this girl's an American, and it was translated that, well, the mom was sick, and she didn't want to get you know, the, the daughter-in-law sick. And I thought, Yeah, I don't think oh, that's an unreasonable that's thing. It's not a bad idea. You know, maybe that's something that... I think a lot of people too in other countries wear masks because it's so polluted. Yeah. So they don't want to breathe in all that shit, which, okay, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, the EPA is actually doing more for us than people want to admit. I, I think, I really think, first of all, it's funny because when I go to other countries, they are all wearing masks still and we're not, which I think is, is nice. It's nice to come home to the United States to be able to go to the grocery store and to decide for yourself, Hey, I want to put a mask on or I don't want to put a mask on. Yeah. But like, that's not every state. Like California and fucking New York City is still doing all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's kind of fucked on their And the part, vaccine passports and all that stuff, it's just right. wild. It is. But I I do like the fact that we have choice. And honestly, this Omicron variant, you know, people are saying it's not nearly as deadly. So once this breezes through everybody, and apparently it is going to hit just about Everyone's everybody because it's super it. contagious, we should all have some sort of immunity, and hopefully everything can go back to normal. That just right. that just depends on if the people in charge want to let us live our lives normally. Well, that's the thing about the Americans, man, is we are a rowdy bunch. I don't know. And there are people that raise hell every time yeah. somebody tries to do anything. Well, but look at nine eleven. We happily gave up a bunch of bunch of freedoms. Flying before nine eleven versus now. I never flew before nine eleven. I wish I did because I bet it was way fucking easier. Dude, my grandpa. I'll never forget this. I was young. I was only eleven when nine eleven happened. But in like 1997, 1998, I'd been seven or eight years old, and we were flying home from Tampa. They would go down every winter, stay all winter. They yeah. had a trailer down there. And 
my grandpa used to, he was like fucking Crocodile Dundee. He would carry this fucking fixed blade, like, buck knife. That was probably, like, overall over a foot long. Yeah. He would carry it in a little leather sheath on his hip, and he literally, back then you could go to the terminal and put people on the airplane. The mm-hmm. secure, There wasn't security. Right, like, right. There was, like, metal detectors, but that was it. Sure. And you could watch your loved ones get on the plane. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so, like, kids flying wasn't that big of a deal because the parent could be waiting at the terminal and then... Like, waiting on the other side. Somebody. Exactly. So the kid basically gets handed to a flight attendant. They get on it, sit in their seat, and then they, there's no real opportunity for, like, abduction or sure. whatever you'd say. <clears throat> um, but I remember he had that fucking knife with him at the airport in Tampa, and he just handed it to the security guard, went to the terminal with us, and the dude fucking gave it back to him when he left. Like, yeah, he just voluntarily get, like, for sure, totally different. I get nervous if I take my Xbox, because I'm like, are they going to think, you know, because it's kind of this big metal. I got searched the last time I flew. Did you? And you know what it actually was? A bag of beef jerky. That's what got you searched? Why, yeah. Why would that fly Well, anything? apparently people hide stuff in food like that because okay. it's so mangled up. Like beef and jerky dense. is so, well, it just looks fucked up on the scanner. Okay. And my buddy behind me, it was when we went for ERT down to Texas for firefighting school, said that the dog stopped next to my bag. Like, because he was just walking, checking each person. It's oh, like yeah, this yeah. hound dog. talking about. Like a short hair pointer. And so you stood in this line. And they would check you. It was like a pre-screen. And then you had to do the body scanners. So it was like the dog was like, don't, 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 like went back to mine for a second. Mm-hmm. And then he like walked and like had him check my bag again. And then the dog kept going. But it was like, I think the beef jerky got him oh, keyed yeah. up. Dude, I'm always worried when I come back because I'm always trying to bring food back. But it's candy. So I don't know how the dogs feel about that. But sometimes it's like coffee. And I don't know what they're trained to, to smell. Right. I'm always worried they're going to find something. Dude, they might fuck with you, but if you're not actually breaking, like, I think most of the time they're just going to take it. I don't know. I've brought uh, pharmaceuticals home from Mexico before. Did you? Yeah. What did you bring home? Uh, I'm not going to say. All right. <laughs> but they're, put it this way. They're a not a prescription. No, they're not a prescription in Mexico, but they are here. Yeah. Mexico's got a lot of stuff like that. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I just saw one of... Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not going to say any more about COVID. We, I, I, I'm sick of talking we, we about it. We beat COVID to death. Everyone man. beat but it. You it's wanna, hard to not talk about it. It's fucking, it's been beat to death one, by this entire country. The whole world. You know what's really crazy is that what it's doing to our psyche that nobody's even talking about. When's the last time you heard somebody talk about a five-year plan? I don't know. I always. It don't. was 2019, motherfucker. What do you mean a five-year plan? I'm just saying nobody is talking about long-term goals. Yeah, maybe that's At least true. in my circle. It's weird, dude. It did something to us, and it's still doing it. I, I could see that. I could see that. I haven't investigated that in my mind yet. Because everyone just seems like it's one thread from just falling apart. So what's the point in having X amount of dollars in the bank if we have hyperinflation? Or what's the point in, you know, being a good employee if every fucking place is hiring? Or what, you know? Yeah, I get Okay. And then what's the point of working a job where they can literally own your ass for months I, at a time if you can make $20 an hour at McDonald's? I definitely think, and again, this, is, this has been a, a goal of the left for a while, to raise the minimum wage. So without actually passing anything to raise the minimum wage, they have definitely used COVID to their advantage to try to encourage people to quit 
And in order to get those people back to work, you have to pay them more money. I really do think that that's a thing that they're trying to do. I don't necessarily disagree with that, by the way. I know a lot of people do. I don't disagree with it, but have you noticed how much more it is to grocery shop right now? Sure, yeah. I'm not saying that's only based on minimum wage. It's just, it's, I think what we do has a a significant amount of risk and a significant amount of your commitment. You have to uh, abstain from having fun with your friends at times when they're eating fucking gummy bears because you have to pass a drug test. You are on, not on call, but at the drop of a hat, you're working on a Friday afternoon and now you're working all weekend. Now it's supposed to be your weekend off. You have to potentially be exposed to to, uh, carcinogens, the potential to get burned really bad, to fall, to all these things, get impaled by something, you know, the extra stress. As that gap gets closer and closer, I don't, I'm not going to put up with that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the way I, I look at it. I think that's by design. And if people are more willing to quit, then you have to pay them or give them more things in order to get them to come back to work. And I think it might, might in the future have an effect on, you know, working environment. You might have more people working from home, you know, because that's a more desirable way to do it. And so in order to keep employees, they say, okay, how about you come to the office two days a week, but three days a week you can work from home as long as you can, can, can continue to be productive and, you know, whatever, I'm talking about a fictitious job that isn't related to our job because we actually have to show up. Well, one thing that I think uh, nobody's uh, really thought about with uh, this whole remote working thing, if this continues, think about the number of jobs that's going to fucking destroy. So if you don't go to an office, you don't need an HVAC guy. Mm -hmm. You don't need plumbers for that. Like you literally are cutting the legs out of a lot of our fucking jobs. For sure. For sure. And that wasn't something I really thought about until somebody pointed it out to me. I was like, holy shit, good point. Yeah, you could definitely do that. and that's So then why. you don't need more of the other jobs because maybe you're working remotely to schedule all these HVAC techs or to schedule all these plumbers where they can just have one person do it for a whole area now, not definitely. five. So it, it, you start slow by whittling down out the bottom jobs. And as you get rid of the bottom jobs, the top jobs are going to go away too. I, I can see where you're coming from, but that also creates an opportunity because if you're not using resources on maintaining a building that maybe you don't necessarily need, you could focus those resources in a way that's more advantageous. Now, I don't know what that is. More, more, uh, the free market could hopefully discover something for those people. I maybe, would love, but it's probably higher profits. It, it may not, you know, it, it may not be something where they make as much money. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I know that. But it is an interesting angle to take. Well, yeah, I mean, it. if you have a large number of unemployed, let's just say plumbers, you know, maybe it would make building a new stadium for something desirable because you can hire those people for a lower price. But again, that's the opposite of what they're trying to do because they're trying to make it I think they're trying to make it so that people are getting paid more money. And I really think all those stimulus checks, that was the underlying goal. And a lot of people are upset by it because it did make things more expensive. But the underlying goal was to make lower paying jobs have to pay a little bit more. Yeah, but they do. But now their groceries are 15% more. Right. So what did they really gain? Gas is 30% more. 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's uh, economics is one of those things that I am the first person to acknowledge that I do not understand the entirety of it. And I don't have the fucking answers. Yes. But I do find it fascinating. I think people on this podcast would really like our take on economics. <laughs> I pretty much so gave can know what I understand. Less, less than what they knew before. <laughs> I just want to buy, like my whole goal in economics is to buy something worth almost nothing and sell it for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> because that gets back to how this whole conversation started. I don't want to work where we Listen, work. that is not a good way to think about stuff. That's that could get a lot of people in trouble. Now, granted, you may get lucky on one of those things, and it's fucked up because with GameStop and AMC and Dogecoin, all these things, where these people became overnight fucking millionaires, you know, by investing ten thousand dollars or whatever, that is very, that's a very tempting, oh yeah, thing to try to get in on, try to gamble with. I still think that, and I could be totally full of shit, but I think that GM GMF mm-hmm. stock I was telling you about, I think that one's pretty cool. This is not financial advice, by the way, but they just had another call talking about their um, aluminum graphene batteries. Mm-hmm. They've sent some to prospective customers now to do their testing and shit. Oh, nice. And they signed a deal with Bosch for all their manufacturing in no Australia. Shit. So, And they make their graphene out of uh, natural gas. Okay. So it's super cheap and it uh, is very pure, which makes it work really well for what they're trying to do. Definitely. So I'm just fascinated by that because the right now they're making, you know, a CR 2023 battery is it goes in like your fob for your car. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. They'll charge in like three seconds. Really? These fucking batteries they made. And apparently those batteries are in things that you don't even know they're in that are rechargeable. Like, I don't know. I don't have a good example. Like a smartwatch or something. Sure. Yeah. Just as an example, but maybe not. Right. Yeah. But they're going to do, they're doing those. And then they're also working on pouch packs. Which is like what your phone, that thin pack. Oh, yeah, like yeah, a, Looks like a, kind of like a candy wrapper. Yep. But it's real tight. Yes. Same idea. I know exactly what you're talking about. Man. They just I have to get f- their... N- Honestly, this phone is the first battery that I, I can kind of like charge it and be pretty cool with it. But if I go on vacation and I'm going to be walking around like using my translator or whatever all day, I still want a phone battery that lasts like two days. I wish they had a phone well, that lasted that long. Well, what is the... Uh, What's your phone's milliamp hours? 3,500? No, it's 46 something. Okay. They said for like a typical phone, if they made a pouch pack for a phone, it would charge in one minute. How how many milliamp hours would it be? Just typical what it is right now. Okay. So three to 5,000 roughly, but a minute. Yeah, that's crazy. Would Would that motherfucker get hot? Yeah, the cord would have to be super fat. I don't know. Apparently graphene is insane with uh, heat dispersion mm-hmm. so they're actually using it in lubricant additives and stuff okay so i don't know well that's a nice pitch so maybe uh you and some other people become i don't know i'm up i'm up 2x so nice i'll take it yeah i got you know a few thousand i got 1500 shares that's, back in august that's a huge that's a huge gain yeah. you know but if you only invest I, I in my opinion i'm going to try i invested about three thousand dollars okay so nice. i got it under two dollars a share and i'm going to try to do like you did with like first solar or amd mm-hmm. and just sit on it forever. ride it out see what happens because i it just it seems really proud and if they do like an exclusive with like ford or tesla mm-hmm. one of those fucking oh, buzzwords Jesus. yeah for sure i mean fuck now you're talking 2000x Maybe. Yeah. 
you know, maybe 1,500 shares splits twice and it's worth fucking $400 a share. Right. I mean, who knows? If that's the case, I will not be coming back to work. No shit. That's the goal. And again, the stock market might be a huge reason. And when I call you about it, I'm be high as a fucking kite. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I uh, quit the refinery today. Why? I don't know. Look out front. <laughs> Why? I forgot, actually. What? No, the, this, the stock market may be a reason why people are quitting. I would like to see, ultimately, a shorter work week become standard. I just think... The thing is, our work week is, is what it is, and they don't even want to give us de- like a, a decent, what I would call like a decent raise. Oh, I agree. So you, now you're talking the amount of staffing you need to facilitate a shorter work week. We can't even staff to have a regular 40-hour work week. It's, it's never, you know, our company being sort of a legacy company, a company that's been around for 100 years, it's never going to be that way for our company. No, 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 no. But for other people, you know, if something were to happen and we went out of business, it would be awesome to be able to find a job that pays a living wage close to it. And I'm working 35 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week. Or I think France or somebody wanted to go to like 32 hours a week. Yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. But I don't see it. Margins are already too tight. Maybe. I mean, what is company? Like, I don't know. But here's the thing. I mean, like, you know, Amazon, you have these giant warehouses it used to be if you had a warehouse and you had to like ship things from place to place and move them around, you a hundred percent of it was workers. Well, now you can get the same amount done because you know, maybe robots, 80% is work and 20% is robots moving stuff around. So the amount of production per employee in, at least in that case should be going up. Although they do say things like production is actually down employee i think it might be but that could just be supply to manufacture the products you normally make we normally make a ton of cars in this country i think cars require chips so yeah that's true i I honestly think it's phones i think people are just less productive because they're spending more time oh for sure on their phones at work i I mean yeah i mean we're all guilty of it yeah everybody is in some way oh i think every fucking industry has that problem but um but eventually that'll flatline, right? And then the production will go back up again. Yeah, once we have Neuralink and you can just use your phone in like parts of a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you went way ahead, but yeah, that's something like that. Did you see the Neuralink with the monkey playing Pong? Yes. That Fascinating. Was it Did is. I send it to you? Or oh, no? but that was like yeah. a year ago or something, yeah. I think. I just stumbled across it. It was, uh, yeah, they basically put the joystick there, right? And they teach the monkey how to play and it, it gets like bananas mm-hmm. through a straw. And then basically, yeah, they, banana smoothie. They, yeah, yeah, they mat they mapped its brain and figured out what parts fired, and then they put implants in its brain, and then at first they disconnected it, but they left the controller there. Yeah, and so the monkey's moving the controller, but it's really just his fucking mind. Yeah, and then eventually they took the controller away. That's crazy, man. Fucking crazy. Yes, and they they were just talking about that like a year or two ago. Yeah. I don't know if it's so far away. Yeah, but I mean, to play video games, I want Neuralink to be like, I want to be able to upload myself like on that that show. Oh, and just be done with your physical body? Yeah. You don't just want to like lay down and go into like Avatar? Just lay down and then you're, instead of like going. To that would be f- cool too, but I want to like escape death maybe that way. That would be, <laughs> that'd be the ultimate goal. I don't know if that's even pretty possible. pretty arrogant. I don't I, care. Is life that sweet if it never stops? 
as it is now, not really. I mean, I, I argue that I fucking hate my life a lot of days too, but I'm just saying the fact there's times when I notice it's like, just suck it up and do this dude. Cause you're not going to be in your thirties for fucking ever. Yeah. Like I'm about to be next week. I think I turned 32. I should have gone on that vacation. Now that you say that. Yeah, you should have. That fucking city looks sweet too. I didn't realize how expensive it was though. It's way more expensive than Bogota. Oh, yeah, why would anyone want to be at some place that's never more than, like, 50 degrees? Sounds awful. Yeah, I, I think it's fucking fantastic. Like, that's perfect weather for me. But evidently, my my dad, you know, I don't know how much he actually knows. I'm like, dude, it's kind of fucking expensive in Medellin. He's like, well, yeah, there's a lot of money down there. I'm like, from what? The and he's cartel. like, That's a, you know, yeah, that's where drugs, they made a whole bunch of money doing that, and then that money is still there. Well, yeah, the Medellin cartel. Right? For sure. Isn't that, wasn't that uh, Pablo Escobar? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing as far as cartels go, that's the only cartel that I know of, really. <laughs> well, it was Cali. The other one was Cali cartel down there. Oh, okay. I think. In Cali, Colombia, that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Pablo Escobar is like the only major. It's him and that fucking guy that's in Mexico now that gets talked about a lot. I don't know. Oh, um from the other Narcos show, that guy? I don't know if he's from a Narcos show, but I just know, like, Escobar is like, when you think of drugs, you think of Pablo Escobar. So that was definitely a big operation down there, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it was a big operation. There was a guy <laughs> from <laughs> Mexico. There, dude, there was a dude in Mexico, and they arrested him, and then he broke out of prison. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, they, he was on Narcos too. Narcos Mexico. He was on... A narco show, but he lives and exists today. Yeah, I believe know? it. I don't remember his name. He's not like um, dead, right? He's not dead yet. Yeah, I don't know. You want to wrap this up, or you want to end this on like a more positive note than like the country's fucked and we no, started good. Fucked. We started good talking about fun shit. No, then... I thought I thought it got better as we got more depressing. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't either. All right, bye. All right, thanks for listening. We'll get this uploaded.